Hey everybody, this is Ethan. I just want to let you know that this is actually part one of a two-part conversation on the paranormal. Be on the lookout for part two coming soon. All right, thanks. talk about whatever nerdy stuff comes to mind, usually over hookah. Enjoy. Oh, how are things? Things are good. I, uh, I just got some good news from the career link. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I was terminated from my employment through no fault of my own because the private industry the private prison industry was shut down and uh, therefore I lost my job. Um, that was on April 1st. And since then I've been kind of adrift. I've been looking at doing some different things. I wanted to have a more independent um, sort of occupation going forward. I didn't like the idea that somebody could take my job from me. Yes. Right? So uh, I decided that I wanted to pick up a trade and I wanted to, to train to be an electrician. Mm-hmm. This way I can work for somebody else if need be, but I can also work for myself if need be. So at yeah. least I have that trade skill. But this is a complete departure from what I was doing before. Um, so I, I hooked up with a local place called Triangle Tech. And uh, it's in a, it's in a town about 30 minutes from me where they have a campus and they have a pretty good program. In 16 months, you can get a, a associate's degree in uh, electrical maintenance and engineering. So it's a pretty well-respected program. There's a lot of uh, career opportunities with it. They they help you out with finding a job or setting yourself up and everything. It's a good program, but it also is forty thousand dollars. Wow, forty thousand. Yeah. Forty thousand dollars for for a sixteen month program. Um, so that was a little bit disconcerting. So I yeah. talked to some financial aid people um, mm-hmm. because I am not an undergraduate considered an undergraduate because i already have uh, a bachelor of science degree mm-hmm. uh, i don't qualify for any pell grants i don't qualify for any pennsylvania state grants um my student aid was going to be you know a, a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, i had to qualify for all that stuff so i was kind of depressed because what it was gonna what it worked out being is i was gonna have to pay twelve hundred dollars per month for the next yeah. 16 months. And then once I graduated, still have $20,000 of debt. Jesus. So uh, I was like, oh man, that's uh, that sucks. But uh, the good people at CareerLink today gave me some really good news. They are going to pay all but $1,053 of my schooling. <laughs> that's because amazing. It's a, a worker. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like, it's like unbelievable. Like, wow. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, I was gobsmacked. I couldn't even speak. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, you'll, you'll still owe a thousand. We, 
you'll have a thousand dollars left over thousand and fifty three dollars left over once everything's taken care of that you'll be responsible for and i'm like i think i can handle that <laughs> yeah that's insane that's insane so like what 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 are the details like do they well, were they just did you qualify for something like what, what happened Essentially, because I was a displaced worker through no fault of my own, um, there are there is money out there through the um, stimulus packages that were out um, to to help workers retrain, and uh, that money all disappears in September. Yeah. So it was kind of fortuitous that that it happened when it happened because I'm eligible for all this extra money that's out there. Now this mm-hmm. is still this is still up in the air. It hasn't been all been approved yet, sure. but I mean things are looking good, and uh, you know it's 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 just a huge relief for me. Now yeah. I'm still gonna have to worry about you know paying my bills and feeding myself and things like that, but I won't have the additional expense of schooling on yeah. top of it, which is which is as you know is mm-hmm. is huge is huge. Absolutely. So yeah, what a what a relief that is. Now, uh, assuming wow. it all gets approved, but I mean, I that I would I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting no. like, oh, we'll 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 help you out with getting your loans, or we'll help you out with you know, mm-hmm. whatever small amount. I wasn't expecting to go. Hey, you're only going to owe. And I was like, wait, do I have to pay this back? And they're like, no, no, it's grant money. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> great. that's great. That's yeah, amazing. So I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. Yeah. So that was my bit of good news today. That is that is incredible news. That that's <laughs> yeah. that's amazing news. Like, yeah, it really like that that like you talk about a relief, right? Oh like, my I mean, god! That's, that's just last a, last wow. night before I had this meeting with her, I had talked to the financial aid person over at Triangle Tech at the at the campus where I was going to attend, and mm-hmm. he just laid it laid it out very matter of factly. He's like, you know, it's going to be forty thousand dollars. You're going to have this much to do with tools. You're going to have this much to do with books. You're going to have this much to do with tuition. You're going to have this much to do with ad- additional fees, blah, 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 blah. And he sent me this fact sheet that had all this stuff broken down. And mm-hmm. he was like, and you don't really qualify for any federal aid or state aid because you already went to school. So, yeah, good luck. You know, uh, see what career link will do for you. So. I was I was bummed out last night. I was like, I, yeah. I mean, this is something I wanted to do. It's it's going to give me an opportunity to be a little bit more independent. And I, it was something that I really was interested in doing. And I was last night I was feeling it, man. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be I'm going to have to work like I'm going to have to go to school from 930 in the morning until 230 in the afternoon. And then I'm going to have to go work three to 11 someplace. Yeah. And then I'm never going to be home. And it's going to just suck out loud. And uh doesn't look like it's going to suck out loud <laughs> so it was pretty good pretty good morning yeah i mean i bet i bet but it's a good thing the government doesn't work huh it's a good yeah. thing it's a good thing yeah. <laughs> biden's here to ruin everything yeah right <laughs> that's crazy oh man i'm so happy for you i really am and yeah, like, well and be like, happy well be happy for me next week once everything's approved <laughs> yeah you're right you're right I, we, we jump the gun but but like this is exciting. Just like any career change is 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 always a big excitement. Um, right. I think like like because it's it's a whole new possibility, right? Like right. You know, we we talked about this a little bit at the beginning when when you know when the prison shut down initially or or was shutting down. Like like you talked about how this is such a a great opportunity. Like on one hand, it sucks, but on for a lot of reasons. But on the other hand, it's there was a trajectory to your life. 
right that there was really no reason to get off of and now there's ample reason to get off of because you have to you know and right and 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 now and and now there's a whole new set of things that are a set of possibilities instead of things you can do right That's and i'm looking at i'm looking at things in a much more optimistic it, as strange as it sounds after losing your job you know mm-hmm. but i'm looking at things in a much more optimistic from a much more optimistic standpoint number one I'm old enough now and I've had enough life experience to kind of know what I want to do and know what I don't want to do. And I kind of understand like the terms that I'm looking for. Like when I was in high school, you know, the the trajectory was you go to college, you know, then you, once you graduate college, you get a job and then you blah, 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 blah. Right. And it was all kind of, uh, it, none of it was experiential. Like I didn't, that was just what you were supposed to do, right? Nobody knows what the hell they're doing when they're a teenager. You know, that's a lot of to ask a teenager, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? You know, that's a, it's a big decision and it's not one that's easily made, especially when you don't have any inf- information or life experience to kind of help get, guide you. But like you said, man, I would have died at, I would have died at prison. Just, just, I mean, it was perfectly fine. It was adequate. It was paying the bills. Uh, I wasn't happy, but I wasn't, I wasn't, miserable i mean i was content but now but i never had any kind of uh i never kind of had any kind of optimism about it i never had any desire to get up and go to work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so you know i think i think things worked out for the best yeah so far so like hopefully i can complete everything and do everything now career link does have a lot of requirements like i have to attend webinars every month i have to send in a grade report and an attendance report because rightfully so if they're paying for it they want to make sure that i'm fulfilling my obligations doing what i'm supposed to do um i already took the placement tests and everything and i smoked them so that was that was really good um i haven't multiplied fractions or graphed functions in a quarter of a century Okay. And I wasn't that good at it a quarter of a century ago. <laughs> yeah. So I was a little bit nervous whenever I took the tests and I was like, oh man, I don't know. I don't know if I remember this shit, <laughs> you know, but I did really well on them. And uh, That's so we'll, we'll see That's what happens. Good. We're going, we're going forward, we're going forward. That's awesome, man. You know, if somebody would have told me, if somebody put a gun to my head and said, multiply this fraction, I'd be like, kill me you know like there's no hope you know like like can i offer you another service can i you know give you a handy instead like like i can't i can't do it but no that's awesome that's so good that's so good wow brother that's great that's yeah. really great how's 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 things going with you things are with okay your- i'm i'm in i started my german class this uh week so this monday is when i started wooden ah, tog <laughs> uh yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh that's right you can only read it that's (laughs) yeah i have not um but it's it's going okay i suppose my my professor's real cool she's very nice and and is uh uh, understanding and and sort of you know she designed the class for this exact purpose right like hey i totally understand that you guys aren't trying to learn how to speak this language you this you're you're all you're all graduate students you're trying to read it for research and let's do that you know and and she's you know one one of my one of my classmates today was like well how do you say this and she was like she looked at him she was like does it really do you really care does it really matter like, like, and, and he's like well i guess i'm just curious and she's like all right and so <laughs> but it, 
it's it's not it's not going too bad it's not going too bad i i you know i'm i'm just not that great at languages like i did okay with greek but i mostly did okay with greek for the same reason that i'm hoping to do okay with this class it was the only thing i was doing yeah you know i have enough uh, trouble with the one i speak so (laughs) yeah that's kind of how i feel like like i'm like okay well because i can't spell worth a shit you know and and so like and so hopefully i'm not it's all pass fail so like she's not even really testing us like formally until yeah. the end when, when we take our proficiency test um and so that'll be nice i'll have to spell shit you know like like if i if she asked me like that was always what killed me in any other language class i took i was like the spelling count they're like oh, absolutely counts and i'm like well then just fucking fail me like i can't even spell <laughs> english like like i can't i can't do this um but today my piece of good news in no way to overshadow yours is your good news is phenomenal <laughs> my piece of good news is I uh, today just got uh, my propo- my research proposal for the Society of Christian Ethics Conference was approved today. Oh, good. So I uh, am presenting this January in California at the Society for Christian Ethics. Awesome. So I'm very excited. I, That's I, great. I, yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm putting that – I'll have – and basically – until around then like until january 5th when when i'll fly out there i haven't from now until then to get everything together i'll have like a poster like like it's a poster presentation so like Uh i'll have uh uh there's some standards for how big the poster needs to be and i'll sort of essentially what i'll do is i'll do my research i'll i'll write everything out and i'll put the poster together and i'll put the poster in a big folder and I'll take it with me to California and I'll <laughs> set it up. And then I'll stand by the poster for three days and be like, does anybody want to know what I'm doing? You know, and then I will, <laughs> then I will explain it to them. But uh, I'm very excited. I, I'm, there's some funding available through UVA to get me there. And so my hope is that I can arrange it so that I really don't have to, if at most all I have to spend money on is food. Right. That would be, that would be really great. So, well, that's cool. Yeah. How's the churches going? Have you started working with them yet? Um, Not really. January, uh, July one is my first day. Um, Usually you have like some preliminary meetings and stuff though, don't you? Yeah. I've had a one or two conversations. I I was up, um, I guess last week, two weeks ago, I was up. To, to see the churches and meet meet with the new pastor. Did I tell you about that? I now I can't even remember if I told you about that. No, you didn't tell me about meeting the new pastor. Or the old pastor. I'm the new yeah. pastor. Um yeah, like like the kind of the kind of quick and dirty version of it is is that it went pretty well. Like I the the pastor who's there invited me up to meet with the ministerium of the town. So and he didn't he didn't like warn you away or anything (laughs) like run for your life run while you can (laughs) no no it's it's a woman actually and she did not she did not (laughs) she we she was a talker she she was nice she's very nice if for some reason she's listening she i'm not talking shit about you i promise like like (laughs) she's very nice uh she was a talker which i'm fine with so i sat did a lot of sitting and kind of nodding and listening to her as she explain this her, the situation from her vantage point and yeah. well I, I like to believe i've trained you well for that 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got. Yeah. You, you, you definitely have. But uh, but it was good. Like it was it was a good uh, meeting. The 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 pastors in town are actually really nice. It's a very different energy than the ministerium in. Uh, 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 in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, <laughs> right. um, and so, I but they're not all—they're okay. not all hunters. <laughs> um, th- there's a couple of them that are probably hunters, but but they did whip their guns out in the middle of it, like like it happened to me once or twice. You know, people like look at my gun, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like like you're having a conversation. Why are you bringing this up? I don't understand. Um. It's gun culture, man. Like, are you telling me that gun culture is where we juggle guns around? Like, like, wait a minute, that's know, not gun culture. Listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a member of gun culture. Not once have I ever whipped my gun out in a church and been like, "Look at this." <laughs> that's how we go occasionally in in Pennsylvania. I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, oh, you, young young Pastor Ethan, he's getting nervous. I'm like, don't don't make this about me being a liberal. Like, I'm not fucking. <laughs> you know scared of guns i'm a little scared of a wackadoo whipping a gun around and flinging it around like <laughs> that would be a little weird but i'm not scared of somebody with a gun um but no it was really good it, it, like, like i don't really have a ton to say about it just because i haven't met a ton of of like of church folks mm-hmm. um i think that but but from the meeting i think that it'll be uh it'll be fine you know, like, like, I think that it seems to me that, that what folks are really would, would really like is, is a sort of a, a new, a, a better sense of routine and, and, you know, kind of a change in the whole thing. Um, I don't know if this will go live on the off chance that my, the person I'm replacing will, will listen to it, but the person I'm replacing is having her license revoked. Oh, which like uh, you got to do a lot of shit to get your license. (laughs) But but, like she is getting her license revoked after many warnings. Yeah. um, For for essentially getting everything wrong. Like like it's not really from a she's not getting her license revoked because she sort of was a bad pastor, although I don't think she was a great fit for this for this context. Um. She talked to me a ton about wanting to make sure that she was her uh, bef- before she was their leader, that she was their friend. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, that's that's not good. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I didn't want to just be like, that sounds like a really shitty idea. But like instead, I was like, mm-hmm, OK, <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't sound great to me, but whatever. Um, but but like she's, I guess, getting her license revoked because um after uh, X number of times the district superintendent has come to like listen to her preach, like each time was like a disaster, you know, like, like, and from a, particularly from like a doctrine standpoint, which like you really have to be disastrous, you know, like, like to, for it to be for like somebody to give a fuck, you know, like I'm, I'm actually a lot less mellow than than some of the, you know than than like some of the people who are really in charge of this. Like this is why I should not be in charge of policing doctrine because 
I would show up and I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, and, and, but, but, but rather than, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sounds good. You know, you didn't <laughs> tell people to praise Satan. That's well, pretty good. Well, it seems like there's a lot of liberty that you could interpret the Bible a lot of different ways. So if you're doing one that's yeah. like objectively wrong, <laughs> but, but, and that's the thing, like she didn't give me any like details, but like the DS had already explained some of this to me and she gave me like her perspective. And, and I was like, Oh yeah. I mean that, Sounds it definitely sucks, and it does. Like getting your license revoked would suck. Like like that would be that would be terrible. And so I felt for her, but but she was like, yeah, the this the DS came to visit, and I I really try to preach with the Holy Spirit, and so like I went off script, and and he didn't like that. And in my head, I'm like, there's you didn't go off script, like <laughs> you went off the deep end. You know, like, like, was I don't she know. advocating stoning homosexuals or something? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she said. She didn't know what she said, which, which you know, I just, you really have to get it pretty far wrong. Like, because <laughs> the Methodist Methodist doctrine is pretty broad. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not like a reformed Presbyterian doctrine. Reformed and Presbyterian doctrine is not that broad. Like, you know, you, you, you'll essentially hear the same thing, you know, from anybody who's kind of working with the doctrine. Methodism's pretty broad. And so, like, she must have really gone off the deep end. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times, you know. And then she gave me the whole, these churches want to listen to biblical messages, which is, of course, not, it's a, such a meaningless phrase, like a, a <laughs> biblical message. Yeah, Every church does, you know. Yeah. Well, not every church. No, no, every church does. It's just that every church is a different interpretation of what that means, like right. a biblical message. You know, these people accused some of my colleagues of going of not preaching biblically when they talk about loving gay people. <laughs> Whereas you and I both know that that's bullshit. Like, like, <laughs> well, of course it's biblical preaching. What are you talking about? You know, it's. So, but I think it's going to be okay. I don't have, like I said, I don't have a ton more info right now. I, my hope is that I'll, I'll get into a really good rhythm. Like when I get started in July one, where, where it'll be, because my, my German class will be over a few days before that I'm, I'm done on the 16th of June. And uh, so my hope is that I'll wow, start that's, July. That's pretty, that's pretty quick to learn German. In like two Yeah. Months. It's, it's, it's like three hours a day, five days a week from now until june 16th so that sounds awful a lot <laughs> that sounds just that just sounds awful it's a ton. it's a <laughs> i i finish my class and then i kind of sit there in a daze and then i translate a bunch of sentences and then i'm like okay i guess i'm done for now um but i'm like i said i'm hoping to get into like a good rhythm right yeah so like i'll start july one i'll be like cool i'm at least until january when you ship off to california <laughs> right right and well and that's the thing like like i'll have to know it's gonna it what i think i think the, the thing that'll probably be the hardest for them will be when i take off because like i'm i'm obviously not just taking off all the time like that's not i didn't do that when i was full-time either but like there there will be moments where i'll be like no i'm not coming in today not only not only do I have things to do, but like I have things to do to prepare for my things to do, you know, like I, right. I don't, I, I can't or, or like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be around uh, the, the weekend of the, of the ninth, 
of January. Well, why? That's a that's a that's a Sunday. Well, first of all, it's after Christmas, so we're fine. Like it's not a special <laughs> Sunday. And second of all, I'll be in California. Oh, you're in California. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So. So, Matt, you got a crazy thing you want us to talk about today. That's what I hear. Yeah, uh, I've I just been thinking a lot about it the last week or so. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw the uh, hullabaloo in the news about the United States finally releasing their information on UFOs, right? Yes. This is always something that intrigued me, right? Mm-hmm. Um I, I wonder, do you believe, are you a believer? Do you believe in aliens? Uh, I mean, I'm certainly not. So the answer is, yeah, I'm fine with that if it's true. You know, like, like I. <laughs> well, I didn't I, say, are you opposed to aliens? I said, do you right, believe right. that there are aliens? <laughs> um, do I, do I, ex- how about, how about I, well, I, I answer by qualifying it slightly. I do not expend a ton of energy actively believing in aliens. but like but like i'm sure you know like like i would i would not like if tomorrow an alien landed it would of course be riveting television but it's not like i would throw up somewhere and be like my entire life is a lie you know like i'd be like (laughs) yeah that jives with it you know it makes sense why where where do you fall on the alien thing we didn't you don't think that would pose any theological problems or you don't think that that would upset the the order of the of the earth it would pose a lot of theological problems to many people. Um, it would not pose a huge theological problem for me, uh, at least initially, um, only because of, of sort of the way in which I understand uh, like creation and, and, what all that means, you know, from a, from an outside of the earth perspective in mm-hmm. the, I, I, not, not to bore everybody, but when um, the apostles creed talks about maker of heaven and earth, like I believe in God, the father almighty maker of heaven and earth. That's like a phrase in the apostles creed. Right. Um, a, a bad interpretation. I guess it's not wrong, but a, but a less good interpretation of that of that phrase would be um, to 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 read it in a kind of wooden way, where it's like, yeah, we believe that God made earth and also heaven, you know, like whatever whatever heaven is. Um, um, a better interpretation of that would be believing in God the Father Almighty, Maker of things seen and unseen. Right. Um, so the earth representing that realm in which we have sort of intimate knowledge of and understand and and heaven meaning uh that realm which we've yet to understand or might never experience or whatever we it's sort of a a a sophisticated reading of that would be an affirmation that those things outside of our realm of knowledge we also want to affirm god makes whether we understand it well or not and that's not really a uh, that's not really a a see we've gotten around the issue thing that that's just that's that would be what I consider to be a prop a, a properly faithful reading of God as creator, mm-hmm. where we would have to affirm that 
not only is God the maker of our immediate area, but God is the maker of anything we would ever come in contact with ever. Right. And so like for me, I, I, I would be like, yeah, aliens. Okay. You know, like right. I, sure. And I feel like that's part of the reason why I don't believe that aliens have ever visited the earth. Mm. Okay. Now that's an important distinction between saying that I don't believe in aliens. Mm -hmm. I think with the vastness of the cosmos and the multitude of other terrestrial worlds and planets and mm -hmm. all sorts of things that we haven't even begun to understand, it would almost be arrogant or hubristic to believe that we were the only life that exists in the universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily believe that life has transgressed internet stellar space and made it to earth right one of the arguments that I, i've always heard from the ufo conspiracy theorists is that well the government wants to hide them from us well why would they you know and a lot of that has been theological well it would upset you know people used to burn witches because they didn't understand it and then blah 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 blah, blah. i don't i don't buy that because i don't find anything biblical that is exclusive to aliens to extraterrestrial life, right? So, mm -hmm. like, that doesn't make sense to me why it would be hit. Now, in terms of UFOs, oh, I absolutely believe UFOs exist. All that means is an unidentified flying object, right? Mm -hmm. I know from my time flying planes that there's things up there whenever you're flying that you see, but it's about your perception sure. of what those things are, not necessarily what those things are, right? So, you may see a light, you may see something behaving erratically, but because of your perception of it and because of the context that you're in, you can't identify it or it looks like something that isn't or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, most of the things that are being reported right now are being reported by like Navy pilots and they're, they're flying after something and then they it takes off at a weird angle and they can't track it. I don't have an explanation for it, but just because I can't explain it doesn't mean it's an alien. Right. Sure. I'm sure that there's things Look, the, the United States government doesn't let you know about its weapons technology until it already has something that can break it. <laughs> right? Right. So right. if we just found out about the F-22 Raptor, we probably have something that can shoot down an F-22 Raptor. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right? mm -hmm. So so I, I would explain them in, in that way. Like it, it's either, you know, experimental military things that we just don't know about or it's just simply mistaken identity um i the, the best best example i can give is whenever like an airplane's coming in for a landing if you're standing at the at the runway and they have the landing light on it looks like it's hovering it doesn't look like it. it's coming at you at like 200 miles an hour it's coming straight at you but it mm. looks like it's hovering right mm. now if you're not right off the if you're not right in line with that thing like let's say you're just a few degrees off center from the from the um, runway, when that mm -hmm. thing reaches a certain point, it's going to look like it accelerates super fast. When it's really right. just a change in your perspective, right? right. It's just a mm -hmm. change in your observation. And most things, I mean, reality is observation, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of it's just mistaken identity, or or uh, I think it can be explained that most of it can be explained that way. Now, there are Navy pilots that would say, listen, I've been flying for 20 years. I know what I saw. 
I'm not here to tell you that you didn't because <laughs> I don't, I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just saying that because we don't know what it was, doesn't necessarily mean it was aliens. Do you know how hard it is, how far things are <laughs> away right. in space? You know how hard it is to travel through space? We have been an exi- existing as a species for 250,000 years. And like 60 years ago, we made it to the moon, which is like a hop, skip and a jump away. And some people don't even believe we did that. Right, right. <laughs> what makes you think something from Zeta Reticuli is popping in on us to like draw circles in the corn? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, and I and I I think like for me, I agree with all that. I think that for me, I I I sort of have this kind of non-threatened, you know, kind of disposition to it. And so like uh this is why I assume you want to talk about paranormal stuff too. This is why this is why like aliens is the easiest, easiest interlude. It's it's like easing the tip in. You're, you're exactly right. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> but, but no, you're, you're, you're right, I guess. Easing the tip onto the vagina of paranormal activity. Um, I was talking uh, about an iceberg. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm the dirty one. I, uh, <laughs> no, the, like, like, because I sort of have this kind of non-threatening, like, I, I don't feel threatened by, by if it did exist. Like, it didn't. It would, of course, intrigue me and I'd be maybe maybe really surprised or really like, ooh, but like, I don't feel like I don't feel like it would necessarily be a bad thing. Right. Because that's kind of my my like feeling of it. I really am, you know, like, okay when somebody says, I know what I saw. I'm like, yeah, okay whatever, brother. Like, like, I'm not like you said, like, I'm not here to judge it, you know, like. You very well could have seen something that I'm in no way a scientist and I in no way can verify it. Um, and, and I, and I tend to trust people by sure. and large. And so like, for me, I'm like, yeah, he says what he said. He said, he said, he saw this. He saw this. If I saw something and, and I discovered there's reasonable, you know, it was reasonable enough to believe that that's probably not an alien. I'd probably come to this, the conclusion that I'd come to. Yeah, it probably was just some wacky thing I saw that I didn't fully understand well enough. Right. And, and it's also an important distinction to recognize that a lot of these pilots that are seeing these things or that have seen these things that have been documented don't make the assertion that they were aliens. They stop at the unidentified flying object part. They say, mm-hmm. this is what I saw. It was a cigar shaped blah, blah, blah. And it was traveling at this speed, at this heading. And then it changed and went there. They don't say what it was. Because they can't, you know, they're simply filing an informative report based on an occurrence. That's way different than that guy with the crazy hair on ancient aliens telling us that, you know, it was like lizard people from Zeta Reticula. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, yes. that's a big leap. That is a big leap. And, and, what, and not to be the podcast where we talk about racism, but, <laughs> but some, of the, some of that stuff, not a, certainly not everything. But but some of like the the ancient alien show, like like the conspiracy yeah. theorists who are like the pyramids are far too complex, you know, for anybody other than aliens to make. I want to be like, well, that's kind of racist, bro, buddy. Like, are, are you just saying that the pyramids are far too complex for brown people? Like, 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 obviously, it, that's not true. You know, like, obviously, it did happen. So since I'm not going to surmise that it was a bunch of aliens and I'm just going to surmise that it was you know 
human beings, e- Egyptians and their Hebrew volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> I, I'm, going to, I'm going to assume that, no, it's quite possible that it's like the Easter Island heads, right? Like I've heard, right. you know, we don't know where the Easter Island heads came from. They could have been aliens. Yeah, but like it's probably just, probably just, you know. Probably just innovative people. You know, innovative indigenous, and you know the the fact that the Mayans came up with with pyramids, and the Egyptians came up with pyramids. Like, have you ever played with blocks? And I'm not talking about interlocking Legos. I'm talking about just plain old wooden blocks. blocks. Like the easiest thing to build is a pyramid. (laughs) You just stack shit on top of more shit, and then yeah, you got a pyramid. Like it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that when our people were running around in Gaul, in Gaul, or in in you know, like like the Visigoths were were fooling around. I'm sorry that we didn't come up with that, but like we didn't, you know, and, and that's okay. <laughs> it, it's fine, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I find that stuff fun, you know. I do like like, but I I'm 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 I it, I don't think it would threaten my my kind of working theology and now if like i encountered a militant race of aliens that were like no no jesus there is no jesus let me tell you about zorthog you know i I, i'd be like i'd be like well i mean i i don't know if i'd be threatened by that but i'd be like oh interesting (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) I i don't know but now i'd actually probably feel better if the aliens showed up and like they were like fundamentalists I'd be, yeah. I'd, I'd feel really vindicated. I'd be like, see, fundamentalism is bad anywhere you go. You know, right? Even, even, even these race of aliens here. But if well, it's, and, it, yeah. and it's also, it's also, you know, chalk it up to our, our science fiction, science fantasy. We, yeah. we assume that whenever we do encounter alien life, we'll recognize it for alien life. Exactly we'll, right. we'll, we assume that it'll be carbon based. We, we assume that it'll have <laughs> a language or something like that. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. octopuses are aliens. <laughs> maybe they, <laughs> you never know. I, I remember reading, um, this is, this is tangentially connected to aliens, uh, but, but, but fits in with what we're saying. Uh, I remember reading a philosopher who was just trying to kind of explain what like the problem of existence is and, and how it's and how ontology is different from like biology and stuff like that. And, and he, he, the thought experiment he gave was uh, let us say you're walking in the woods, you're just on a walk in the woods and you know, you're looking around and you see trees and bugs and plant life and, and it's quiet and nice. And it's just a walk in the woods. And then you come around uh, a corner on your path and you see in the middle of three trees, a glowing uh, orb that goes in between all of the colors, uh, the colors on the color spectrum. And it's just there floating and you stare at it and you walk over and it's warm, but sometimes it's cold. And, you know, and you'd look at it and you'd be like, wow, this is, this is totally out of place. Like there's no reason for it, for it being here. Like, what do I make of this? And the philosopher's like, yeah, you should respond to that because that would be (laughs) fucking crazy. But he was like, the, the funny thing is, is you can ask that same question of all of the trees you just walked by too, but right. you don't, you know, <laughs> you ask it of this orb. Um, and it's supposed to be a thought experiment that demonstrates 
what the question of existence is, which is well, and that again, it's perception, right? It, it everybody's everybody's reality is constructed by their own experiences and their own perceptions. Mm -hmm. So, which leads me to my next question. Mm, Have okay. you ever seen a ghost? Have I ever seen a ghost? I do not believe I have seen a ghost. Um, my Now, I have a mother who is uh, wonderful and not at all nuts, at least not nuts in, in any way that we would identify as, as bad nuts. You know, she's nuts in her own, <laughs> she's nuts in her own mother way. Um, and my mom has had, um, experiences seeing and interacting with demons and ghosts and, you know, kind of funky things like that for as long as she can remember. Um, and I have no reason to believe that my mom is crazy, uh, or lying. And so I, the answer to your question is, have I ever seen or experienced that? No. Um, am I open to that being uh, a reality? Yeah, but I'm also not threatened by it. Unless it's like, like a, a fucking scary demon, then I don't want anything. To do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, then it's like I'm like that's ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If it's a, if I draw the line at talking dolls, like that's that's. Oh yeah, no, me. that's fucking scary. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, what, what what do you think about that? I believe people believe they've seen ghosts. Sure. I personally do not believe in ghosts, hmm. but I don't believe that people that claim to have had paranormal experiences or spiritual experiences with the otherworldly are lying. Right. Hmm. But again, it comes down to perception and it comes down to like, <clears throat> let's put it this way. Like, think about think about light right um we all we all go through life and we see different colors of things the grass is green the sky is blue and we all recognize that these are these things are the same because of the way we communicate about them, right we all we have we have a consciousness and we have a, a sort of collective consciousness we are we have a communication mechanism we all agree that these things are in fact what they are but like nobody really sees light. You can't really <laughs> see light, right? Like light is nothing more than an electromagnetic currents, right? You have, you have a stream of electricity and 90 degrees parallel to it, you have a wave of magnetic energy. You can't see electricity, you can't see magnetism, but we, but we can experience it when we know that it exists, right? The way we interact with it is whenever you have a, you have a low a cell in your eye, right? You have six million receptors in your eye that are triggered by that interaction with that electricity and with that with that magnetic field. That whenever that happens, it sends a signal through your through your optic nerve to your brain, and your brain has a billion more neurons in it that process that information and turn it into an image in your brain 
and creates the world around us, right? That's not science fiction. That's not made up. Like that's what happens. Like everything that you see is your perception of what's out there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Every time you touch an object, you're 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 interacting with a magnetic field. Right. Mm -hmm. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It just doesn't present itself to you that way. I don't believe that, uh, you know, a ghost haunts a house. But that doesn't mean that some sort of interaction isn't happening with the person that that experiences that that ghost within mm. their own within their own brain where their reality is making that uh, a, a thing is all mm. i'm trying to say so like i might i might i might look across the room and see a, a can of soda right mm -hmm. and you can also look across and see that can of soda but if you have different electrical connections inside your brain that make that can of soda look like something else to you sure. you're not lying about seeing something else <laughs> sure no you're right you're right right mm -hmm. so i don't i don't necessarily not believe your mom when she says i saw a ghost the problem i have with it is most of the time the large majority of inter uh, of paranormal activity happens when somebody's grieving like they see mm -hmm. they see a, a deceased relative that just passed away or something like that and those can be more likely attributed to processes of grief sure. and hallucinations. Um, and that's in no way to, to denigrate those people that are experiencing those things. But from a, a scientific or from a rational standpoint, it seems more than likely, more likely than uh, the actual spirit of that person manifesting in front of you to warn you about Mm -hmm. driving home safely or something you know it, it mm -hmm. seems more likely that so i don't believe in ghosts but i do believe in encounters does that make sense it does no i, I think it does make sense um kant uh i would not recommend kant the philosopher kant to anybody because he is boring but <laughs> um kant has a sort of a helpful uh, uh way of talking in this way of call about um, not about the paranormal, but about phenomenal versus nominal realities. And so, right. which is essentially exactly what you just said. And so Kant might um, hold up a pen uh, and ask a room of 20 people, how many pens are in my hand? And, and they might say, well, there's one pen in your hand. And he would say, well, you can't actually prove that um, because uh, every, all of our interactions with this pen are our own phenomenal interactions with the pen. Like, mm -hmm. like there is no guarantee that the pen you are experiencing by looking at it right now is the same pen that you're, you know, phenomenally that your neighbor is experiencing. Um, you know, so phenomenally there are 21 pens in this room because there are 21 different phenomenal experiences of this pen. Um, now, nominally, like from a from a, the object as such, we sort of work under the assumption that there is one pen, but but there's not really there's there's not really a concrete way we can we can offer like a like it a totally fully objective proof of the one pen, right? 
Right. Um, because even when we, even if we try to use math, you know, like even if we say, well, we'll measure it, like even then, you know, we are still subject to the perception problem, you know, where, where well, we that, and we've all, that. we've all sort of agreed through our language mm -hmm. on what things are. For example, have you ever thought of this? If you and I were to transpose bodies mm -hmm. and I appeared suddenly with my consciousness and my being in your body and you appeared consciously in my body maybe everything that you would call red i see as green because that's how yes. my brain has constructed my reality around it, mm -hmm. right now green to me is red and red mm -hmm. to you is red so we both refer to it as red right but like we have no way of of knowing how each other's realities really are set up i mean Maybe everybody looks like a Twi'lek to you. <laughs> you know? Sure, but I would never know, you know. Right, you would never know that because we've all agreed on this is green or this is red or this is a Twi'lek. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there, there's, there's, oh, it's open to, uh, it's an interesting philosophy. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter as long as we're communicating with the right. same ideas. It doesn't right. really matter. But like with the, with the problem is whenever you know, spiritualism or ghostly encounters start to influence our lives, our mm -hmm. shared realities, right? Rather than an individual sure. reality, but a shared reality. So ghosts are fun, right? Ghost tours are fun. Haunted mm -hmm. houses are fun. People enjoy stuff like that. But when we start talking about like what happens to me when I die, sure. you know, this has a lot more serious impact. Right. Because yes. there's religious connotations. There's there's all sorts of connotations that mm -hmm. can be drawn from it. So mm -hmm. where do you come down on if you don't if you don't you never gave me a straight answer whether you believe with ghosts or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So how about this? Uh, let me tell you what I do believe. I, you indicated this, that you might might want to talk about this. So I, I I'll. I'll I'm gonna Again, I'm easing the, easing the iceberg in here. <laughs> I understand. I'm 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 trying to. I, I'm going to answer your question. I promise, in a sort of a roundabout way. The okay. so in philosophy and theology, uh, people who want to be very careful with their language, which sometimes I like to be, I don't always like to be, uh, will want to. This is an area in which I do like to be. Will want to differentiate between the supernatural and the paranormal right. um uh, uh often tv shows and like long island medium and like you know all of those all of those charlatans um <laughs> they they will use the word supernatural when they really just mean paranormal because right. supernatural is a philosophical and theologically loaded term like right all what supernatural means is that which is outside of the natural order, which is, by the way, a perfectly logical thing to believe exists, you know, like, yes. because the all what the natural order is, is just everything around us. And, and the reason why the natural order, uh, the reason why it's perfectly logical to believe in the supernatural is because the natural order doesn't wear the source of its existence on its sleeve. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the natural order doesn't account for itself. Um, Richard Dawkins attempts to make it account for itself. I don't know why I like, I, I know why I like to pick on Richard Dawkins. 
but like but folks like that want to make it account for itself but they end up doing the same thing over and over like it, they they end up they end up describing the function of a thing rather than rather than explain how it is possible or where it comes from and so like if you were to walk into uh, uh, an open field while it was raining and then suddenly walk you walk two feet in front of you and suddenly it stopped raining and you looked up and you saw a floating canopy with nothing holding it in place. And it was just there keeping the rain off of you. And you looked at your buddy and you said, where did this come from? And his response was, it keeps the rain off of us. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my question. Uh, that's what Richard Dawkins attempts to do with the natural order. Like, like, my yeah. God, where did where did language come from? It helps us communicate. Yeah, I get it, Richard. I understand what that <laughs> means. You know, it, it it promotes our survival. Yeah, I get it, Richard. <laughs> I know what it does, but like, where does it come from? Is is not something that he answers well. Um, and so the reason why I bring that, make that distinction, is because I uh, all what the paranormal is is um, something that happens within the kind of natural order that, that we struggle with explaining. We, we, we right. can't explain well. Um, and ghosts fall into that. And, and, and so I believe that when, this is what I believe in. I believe that when somebody encounters a ghost, they're encountering a real thing. I don't know. I, I do not believe that what they're encountering is the departed spirit of a dead person. Okay. Um, mostly because I, I don't really, this is a personally a confessional thing that I'm explaining now, mostly because I just don't think that's how that works from a theological or, or religious perspective, but I have no problem. And this is by, this is connected to my belief in say powers or, or whatever. I have no problem. Um, believing in intangible energies or intangible forces or vitalities that present themselves in forms like i wouldn't consider that i wouldn't consider that something that is um uh um like like obviously false mostly because when you've described light you to, to us a few minutes ago mm -hmm. you described an intangible force in a particular way you described it in a scientific way and that 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 could very well be the best way to describe it but like there's not too much my point is is that it's a like once again it's a matter of that location and perception it's not right. it, i don't i wouldn't consider um uh uh my mom just saying that she you know went to whenever she in, in Gettysburg, she encounters a, a number of entities, you know, ghost-like entities in Gettysburg. I wouldn't consider that um, a, a, a sign that my mom is nuts or that my mom is even necessarily mistaken. I think that I would can, uh, I, I wouldn't say that my mom encounters the long lost spirits of, of departed civil war people uh, that never went to heaven because I don't believe in any of that. I, I, right. I might say that um, perhaps I would say that the spiritual forces that were present 
in, in the Battle of Gettysburg um, are still present because those are the that's the stuff of the earth. You know, it's it's not supernatural because it doesn't become come from beyond the natural order. Uh, it might be paranormal because it's not as though there's a there's an orderly way we can explain it, and so it's it's sort of it's be a normal orderly way we can explain it. So it's besides the normal order, but but it's also not something that I would consider um, unexplainable. It just might be explainable with another set of experiences or categories or things. Let me but say one last the, thing. The, the distinction, the distinction that I'm I'm hearing though is that you would believe that there is some sort of entity spirit call it what you will there is actually something there rather than a perception thing yeah i think i think there is something there i do i i'm prepared to say that okay. i'm not prepared to say what that sort of something is um uh i have confessional reasons why i don't think it's like you know the ghost sure. of a person sure but, but you believe yeah. that there is actually something there rather than uh, uh, an individual's interpretation of something being different than yours. You're saying no, it's actually a, 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 a paranormal thing present. I'm willing to say that. that fair? Am, I, okay. am I willing to say that for every time? No, like, like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I, I think that people are complex and complicated. And I think that uh, the feelings that I get after waking up from a nightmare are real feelings. Sure. And what I experienced was something real kind of within my perception. But I, but I, it would be ridiculous for me to come to the conclusion that I encountered a real entity in my, in my dreams, right? Or, you know, in, it was right. something I perceived. Um, but I, I'm, I'm totally willing to believe and do believe that there are times in which there are real entities that people are responding to. Let me, there's another reason. Let me, let me just say this one last thing about this as well. Part of the other reason why I do this is this isn't the only reason, but part of the other reason why I have this in me is there's a pastoral reason why I have this in me where from okay. a, from a pastoral caregiving perspective, um, and from a confessional perspective, but from a pastoral caregiving perspective, um, there, there is a sense in which we have to strike, I have to strike the balance between sort of living into, to, to, let me try it this way, just sort of uncritically allowing people to, to dwell in what they claim to believe or experience. And, um, not like belittling people or like, you know, not being open to, to them saying something true, right? And so like the example you gave about grief, um, folks encounter in, in the midst of such grief, you'll have experiences, people claim experiences of, of these kind of paranormal entities or they might encounter like this, the ghost of, of, the, of the lost loved one. Is that stuff probably uh, the brain firing off and, and, and psychologically and neurologically trying to, to deal with grief? Yeah, sure. Um, is it always that? I don't know. It doesn't have to be. I'm not threatened by it if it, if it is an entity. Um, uh, but I'm certainly not, if I were to counsel somebody, I certainly wouldn't say, you know it's all in your head, right? 
you know, instead I'd talk with them and I'd be like, well, okay, like, um, what are we, what do you make of that? You know, and from that answer, I go forward. Like if I ask them, what do you make of that experience? And they say, um, my mother is trying to connect with me. I'm now going to do a seance to talk to my mom. I'd be like, well, no, but let's, let's pull it back a little bit. Like, I don't think <laughs> we need to do that. You know, I don't think we need to do that. But like, if, if the answer is, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe she's trying to tell me that I need to let go and move on. I'd be like, wow, that'd be really great. Like that would be mm -hmm. something that, that I think that'd be something your mom would, would want that, would want that for you, you know? And, and if that's what you're getting from that, terrific. You know, my point is, is that there's a number of, from my perspective, there's a number of, of places that I dwell on this subject. Like, right. And, and because I kind of have that sort of non-threatened orientation towards it, um, and some of my own experiences with other people, like, I, I, am, I am totally prepared to believe in these sort of entities that are a part of the order of the world um, that, that can be explained in a number of ways even if one of those explanations is a spiritual explanation or a religious explanation or a theological explanation.